Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Mayfield, and this is an incredible, awesome, spectacular, amazing, wonderful episode. I love it so much. You know, I have my friend Jordan Cornett, who was on the last episode you listened to, episode 50 with uh, Thomas, and we talked about music, we talked about that passion. He's also the episode where he talks with him and Kaylee, talk about their engagement story and how they're about to get married. The episode's one of the most popular, and he's in town. He lives in Nashville with his wife, but he's in town for the next, like, month, and so as much as I can get him on the podcast, I'm going to do it. So Jordan came again, and our friend Caleb... Grizzle, who's been on episode before, he was uh, hanging out with Jordan. I text them both, and they came in last minute. My guests canceled the one that I originally had, so I text both of them and said, hey, can y'all do it? And the two of them were like, heck yeah, we can. And it's awesome. This is our this is actually the second episode we recorded. The first episode I'll release some other time, but this is our second episode we recorded. And you could tell we had the giggles, and it's, it's so fun. We talk about a wide variety of stuff. Towards the end of the episode, we go into a deep dive in Star Wars. So if you're not a Star Wars person, um, luckily that's in the second half of the episode. But it's just a fun time. We appreciate you, this ride you're taking with us here at GWB. Our Instagram is blowing up right now at the Great White Buffalo Podcast on Instagram. So if you're not following, please do so. And if you have some friends, if you just went and told one or two friends or three or four friends, hey, go follow that page. That would help us out tremendously. Our goal, we just reached over 1,000 followers. Our goal is to get to 5,000 by the end of 2020. So it's a stretch, but hopefully we'll get some momentum and we'll get that page following and get more and more followers. Also, if you need merch, feel free to DM us. I just did this past week. I just sent about four or five different shirts uh, through the mail. So just let us know if you need anything. We also have hats and stickers. Um, actually, I'll just throw in stickers into any purchase. So if you buy hats or you buy shirts, I'll throw in some stickers for you. Uh, just rep the merch. So we appreciate all the listeners, all the support. And right now we, we average around 200 downloads per episode. Uh, that was not a flex, but just saying, if you know anybody who wants to advertise, Please let us know. We're looking for advertisers. Uh, they can message me. We could talk the pricing and details and stuff like that. But just trying to get out there, maybe uh, another way to make some money to to help fundraise for the podcast, get some more mics, get some some other stuff done, maybe get uh, boost our page out a little bit, is get some of that revenue. And so if you know any businesses uh, that would like to sponsor the podcast, we're about 200 downloads per episode, um, and we have a lot of episodes. So just think about that. If you know anybody, hit them up. They can give them my number or give them my Instagram. We can message and work it out. I think it would be a great partnership. And so I, I'm just I'm excited about that. So if you know anybody, please let us know. And if you're listening on Apple, give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps us get noticed by more and more people. And honestly, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all listening. I, I don't even know who all listens to this episode, but... You're amazing, you're wonderful, and I appreciate it for joining the herd. And I hope you enjoy this episode because I absolutely did. So thank you for listening to the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Wandering through the great plains of life, things move fast, sometimes a blur. Don't you let this bumpy road separate you from the herd. When you think the day is done, the sun is getting low. We're all looking for something rare. The Great White Buffalo. The Great White Buffalo. Podcast with Ben Mayfield. Delta Airlines, and they're like, here's this meal voucher. You take it to the subway stand, and they're like, can I get a sandwich? And she's like, no, you're a little fat girl. Say it. And he goes, no. And she goes, say it. And he goes, I'm a little fat girl. He cracks me up every time. And welcome to another episode of the Great Life Upload Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Mayfield. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a high-energy, <laughs> late-night uh, episode. <laughs> fueled on <laughs> Coke and Dr. Pepper. Right yeah, now. we have Coke and Dr. Pepper. Coke, like I said. And Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Vanilla. <laughs> Vanilla Coke Zero. That's my chant. Dude, that's only Kroger sells it that I know of, and it's delicious. Ladies Shout gentlemen, to Kroger. In the, I have no co-pilot tonight. We have the three amigos in the guest of honor seat, Mr. Star Wars himself, Lando Calrissian. He is the Yoda to my Obi Wan. He is Mr. Magic Man. He is El Diablo. I don't know if I can think of another name for you. He's the Mandalorian behind the helmet. 
It's Mr. Caleb Grizz. What's up, Caleb? Hey. Um, in your funeral, can I say that exact same thing when I do your eulogy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We have it here, folks. That's, that's contractual. Probably Kate's going to be like, I don't know what any of those things are. <laughs> it's like, what if I... <laughs> talking about like you, like me calling dibs to do, like preaching your wedding. What if I just yeah. start doing that to everybody? Like, hey, is that pretty funny? Can I do that at your wedding? Can I do that at your <laughs> funeral? Can I do that like at your bar mitzvah? <laughs> <laughs> Which goes to our Maverick seat, our wild child, the Red Hood of the DC. It's the one who can't be controlled. He is the Emperor Palpatine to the Darth Vader. He is the. <laughs> Do it. I am the Senate. <laughs> he is the Sauron of the Sauron Man of Middle Earth. I don't know. I don't know why I went villains for you, but. I'll take it. It's Jordan Cornell. What's up, Jordan? Woo. The what Phoenix. Up? The Phoenix. Phoenix. Do you, is it true? Rumor has it that you have a giant, giant phoenix tattoo on your back, and like the wings are there it. with the talons. It's, just, it's a work of art. It's beautiful. We're still, we're still working on the final tail feathers. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, so far I've racked up is twenty six hundred dollars so far wow. total for this tattoo. Do, do you sometimes? <laughs> Twenty six hundred dollars. <laughs> that a lot? It takes up your whole bag. That yes. is you. you are, yeah, you're we're not done. You're talking about you're talking about a small mortgage. Did you not? Did you not thing. hear me? We're not done. Like, we have coloring to do. It's, oh, okay. Yeah, that's phase one, Caleb. No, no, no. no. Yeah, you, you've seen the rough draft. It is good. It is a th- artist. It is great. a five phase process to get the phoenix. Do you ever lay in a tanning bed and like burn your back, and then when it heals, it's kind of like the phoenix like healing and rising from the ashes. Yeah, because the burnt back. the there's still like a pin of red around the edges, and mm-hmm. so it makes it more organic. It's just like right. doing your own Phoenix process organically with a with a sunburn. I know, and doctors are like, dude, like you already have melanoma. I'm like, don't <laughs> care. I have an image to maintain. It's like, stop. Beach season. <laughs> Beach season. <laughs> oh my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, with the three of us here, <laughs> <laughs> everything you got, everything you got. <laughs> the giggles are hard are hard right now. We um. We're all wearing our GWB hats right now. We have a red one, a, a brown one, and I got the gray one. Go dogs. Caleb, you have to say what you said earlier. Please say about the shirts. He's over here. He said, Ben, do you have another shirt? And I was like, yeah, man, what's up? Like, what's wrong with your other shirt? The comfort color shirts are the most comfortable, and I find myself <laughs> in my wardrobe um, of T-shirts, which consists of about eight, um, and I wear three of those religiously, and one of those is my Great White Buffalo podcast t-shirt because it is so Ooh. comfortable and it, it just goes with everything and you just want people to go hey man what is that and i just like, oh my friend's got this podcast and it's awesome shirt you should check out the podcast and the shirt's really comfortable dude i wear mine i don't know if it's if it's narcissistic to wear it a little bit but i have you know one of each color <laughs> so i'm like in a given week i'm gonna wear one of the, like both of oh, these yeah. shirts Absolutely, uh, they're comfy. And then, like when we started doing like church events and stuff, like the this, the shirt I'm wearing right now is a church event. It's called Radical Sabbatical. I always That's order awesome. comfort so- colors. Like it's always going to be comfort colors because they're so soft, they're comfortable, they feel right. Yo, are we sponsored by Comfort Colors? That's what it feels like you right sh- now. Yeah, you, if you if you're not, you absolutely should be. I know the CEO wow. listens to the podcast. He's a, he's a close friend of mine. Yeah, what's his name? Carl. 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 His last name. Comfort. Carl, Carl Co- Comfort. Carl Comfort. Listen, Mr. Comfort, I don't mean to speak out of turn here, but we would like I, I would love to be sponsored by your product just as just a, as a human being. Yeah, like, yeah. Sponsor like me. I, you can put a logo on it. Like you can just I'll just wear your logo on your T-shirt all what, the time. What do Comfort Colors made like bed sheets? Oh but my it was gosh. like a, like a Comfort Colors sheet. Like you just. Oh man! I want to leave my bed, dude. We got merch ideas right now. So you know how, like, and I know we're diving off into comfort color t-shirts, yeah, but like, you know how they're like just a little heavier than yeah. a regular t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so wonderful. Well, have you ever slept with a um, with a weighted blanket? They no. say if you put a weighted blanket on, you sleep so much better. I can like, imagine it's a deeper sleep. It's almost like the shirt. I feel mm-hmm. more rested. That's exactly how I feel. I just feel extra comfortable. Extra and always with a multitude of colors, you know. I got blue, I got green, I got red, I got purple. Actually, I don't have purple, but I will get a purple at some point. I mean, the fact you don't, I mean, the fact you don't have a purple one that says Great White Buffalo on it, I'm a little upset right now, dude. We're that's gonna be in our fall line coming up pretty soon. Yeah, this is year two of merch. We're getting new colors, new stuff, new everything. I don't have enough purple in my life since we left Lincoln County High School. 
R.I.P. Go Indians. Go go Indians. <laughs> you know what I thought about the LC, other day? No. You know, if those of you who are not from Lumpkin County, our mascot, the high school mascot, is the Indians, right? Kaylee's very confused by that from yeah. in California for seven years. Yeah, well, so, like, well, so well, you know what I thought? This is so weird. Just about everybody who listens to this podcast from Georgia. Yeah. We teach things in Georgia that other states don't teach because oh, yeah. it's mostly, even though there's like it's on a national scale, like the, the Native Americans is a national thing, the Trail of Tears is a national thing that people teach. They don't go nearly as in depth because it started in Georgia, the Trail of Tears did. Not only did it start in Georgia, it predominantly started in Dahlonega in Lumpkin County, the Trail of Tears. And so you're telling me the Trail of Tears is where thousands of Native Americans, if not hundreds of thousands, or tens of thousands, all had to up and move and get kicked out towards the west, and then they get kicked out towards the west, up north towards Canada. And so that's why you have like you know different types of Indians. You have the Cherokees, the Creeks, the you know the, the Shawnee, the Muscogees, the the Chicopees. You have all these different the Seminoles. You have all these different types They're of in Indians. Florida. They're in Florida. Uh, it's a u- university. But here's the thing, though. We named our school mascot, the Indians, when really we're the reason why there's no Indians Ooh, in Dahlonega. Not us. Our generational, though. Our ancestors, if you're... I mean, yeah. Dahlonega natives. But then, here, okay, I, I could say maybe it honors them. It represents, like, our heritage. The least but, you could do. <laughs> the least you could do. But here's the kicker. And this is, this is the thing. The football team at the high school, a huge supporter of athletics, Go football. We have a very semi not so successful football team. Hey, uh, but I hey. love I love I love them. I, love hey. them. <laughs> I was I was a uh, come on man. Uh, how many come rings on. you got? So here's the thing: I mean. is <laughs> <laughs> I say they're successful in de- developing character and developing Absolutely. friendships and developing um, goals and things like that. Not on the scoreboard. But here's the thing: they call the field that they play on. The burial grounds. Oh, they did. Oh, they <laughs> the burial grounds. They call it that. And here's the thing. Now, you could say, Ben, they're trying to say they're going to defeat their, their opponents. It's a twofold. One, you're going to murder other students. Have you never heard of a school shooting? Have you ever heard of, like, death? You're going to so, kill students? And then the second, the only person or people who use the term burial grounds are Native Americans. Who do we kill and move out? Native Americans. I mean, I'm not... So, I'm not, like, <laughs> is that not pro. Like, is that not, like, terrible? I mean, I see what you're saying, but I I was, taught Georgia studies, so that's why this is kind of a little more on my mind, but... I was on the field the first time that I heard it called the burial ground. That's uh, Did we start that? Well, I, I was going to say, we, oh, we, we did not start that. That we, happened during I our time. Yeah. no part in that. Yeah. So, I just remember somebody... I, 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 I think it was Coach Patrum. I don't know if he listens. I doubt it. But, hey, Coach. Um, <laughs> Huge listener. He, he actually just bought one of our Comfort Color t-shirts. Comfort, it's kind of a real comfortable shirt. Thanks, Carl. You yeah. mean the most comfortable shirt available in the southeastern United States? Comfort colors available in red, green, purple, yellow. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm an average, hardworking American, but I would go up in the morning, I want to wear a shirt that screams comfort all day in and out. I don't want my sweat showing on my pits. No problem. Comfort Comforts has to comfort go. <laughs> I almost made it through. <laughs> you almost got it. This oh. episode is sponsored. <laughs> but we digress. Yeah. And, and I, it was like halftime. We're coming back out. And, and I'm, I, I don't remember the game uh, and how, if we won or lost, <laughs> how bad we lost. But, uh, there we go. There we go. But I just remember Coach being like, this is the freaking burial grounds. And we were like, oh, that is awesome. And then, like the next week, they were saying it over the loudspeaker. It was oh, like, so that's where. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. From right. my recollection, if anybody listens to this, and well, and like was out there of context, to, out of any, like if the team was just called like anything else, it's like the dragons. Yeah, awesome. We're dragons. We're gonna bring you to the burial grounds. And then with context, it's like. Ugh. So this is what I did. So I got I became the soccer announcer for the for the school, and I do all the soccer games, boys and girls. And I was like, you know me. 
I have to put my own Ben Mayfield flavor on the announcing. Chocolate. So, you know, I'm going out there, little spicy taco, going things, and like, call it the Barrier Grounds. I'm like, no, I'm not going to call it that. It's so dumb. So I was like, it's, and I looked, and I said, all right, what could we call this? There's like maybe five or six people like in the sound booth, and we're looking at the field, and I was like, we got to call it something different. And like, well, you know, we're soccer. We have to have our own idea. That's a football thing. It's, but we had the same field. Yeah, 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 but it's a soccer field. Different lines. It's a little bigger. <laughs> We have turf. We have turf, yes. We share the turf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's different. Just so, call it the turf. So no, we looked at it. And it so, was, actually. That was the unofficial name. The what? Like, when we first Some got the turf, turf, it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to practice on the turf today. And it was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, dude, we didn't always have that. It was grass. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, this is astro I think it was like our, our senior or junior year. Junior year. Junior, they, yeah. they, they built the, the turf. Nobody was more excited than me. But that thing will eat you alive if yeah. you don't have any socks on. Yeah, it is not natural grass. But anyway, so we started looking, and so there's these pine trees on either side of it. And so I was like, this is going to be between the pines. And so the entire time, the whole first season, second season, I've done it for three years now. It's like, we're into another uh, game here in between the pines. And the, and they created T-shirts to sell in the uh, concession stands that say between the pines. You getting royalties from that? No, I'm not. And I'm really upset about it. <laughs> Are these it. printed on cover color they, shirts? Yeah, they they need to be, and I need, a co- I, need a, I need a a shirt that's between the pines. Let's get that LC purple between the pines comfort colors. Ooh, I, need, your I need that merch more, is crazy. I need more purple in my life. Dude, but not like but not like an ugly purple. We're talking mm-hmm. like a lavender. Royal purple. Royal purple. Mm-hmm. Like it's something gotta be good. a true blue like LSU Lakers purple purple. Oh, purple, you like purple. that purple? Okay, that's what we. That's the purple we had. That's I'm down with that. I'm down with that purple. Purple I, and Vegas gold, baby. Dude, Vegas gold, not that yellow mustard gold. Those but, you remember those singlets we had to wear in mm-hmm. middle school wrestling? God, those things were ugly. Well, speak for yourself. I made it look good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I imagine a little chubby kid from the Goonies wearing a singlet from wrestling, which is just uh, like a, a tight unitard. Mm. Hey, guys. I'm wrestling. So, anyways, <laughs> this, is getting, this is getting so wild right now. We're at this Coke oh, Zero. Boy. So, thinking about the things to talk about, we were, we were thinking about the fact that we... Caleb is wearing a Star Wars t-shirt as we speak right now. If you're in my podcast studio or seen any pictures, you know I have tons of nerdy stuff. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. I have some sports stuff, but I have Avatar The Last Airbender, which is one of my favorite shows. Have you ever watched it, Caleb? Um, I watched it um, on and off when it was on TV because my brother, but I haven't watched it um, in its entirety or... Says it's As been on adult. Netflix. It's been on Netflix Watch for a couple it. weeks. Have you watched it recently? I finally finished it last week, dude. Dave tell me, tell me what's going on. Do you love it, dude? Like I was really surprised by it because I'm like, oh, I'll start the first episode. And, like some shows are slow, but in the first episode, you get like your five central characters established. You already mm-hmm. know kind of what their deal is. The whole overall plot is set up pretty quickly, and then they just die. Like, and you're you you're ready go. to go. There's no. There's no other crap. And I was like, this is so awesome. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to invest this. So the first three episodes just do so much storytelling that a lot of shows do in like five, six, maybe a season. And I was right. like, this is awesome. Well, and Avatar The Last Airbender is not the blue people. For some of you are like, Avatar? Is that the blue people? No, nah. this was actually before that movie came out. It was Avatar The Last 2005. Airbender. 2005. That movie came out in 2009, even though it was, you know, a mega blockbuster. It's pretty much the exact plot line of Pocahontas. You heard it here <laughs> first. It's the exact same plot line. So James Cameron come up with an original story. Because not even Titanic's original. So here's the other thing. is It has characters that are hilarious, that are fun. That has like this cool martial arts element to it. It's a great show. There's, Uncle Iroh is my favorite. Oh my Love gosh. Uncle Iroh. He's so heartwarming. And like the so thing is, like, each of these characters' arcs are extremely satisfying. They make sense. Everything's detailed. Like, the animation's really detailed. And like they do a great job of just making that drawing an actual character right. as opposed to just a drawing. So in terms unlike of like little the things. Last Jedi. Can, can I tell you can I tell you <laughs> yeah, something right now? Sure. The Last Jedi is a terrible movie. Can I tell you something right now? <laughs> yeah. That's going to make you cry. I'm not even kidding right now. What? Okay. The guy who voiced Uncle oh, Iron. Do you already yeah. know this? Mm-hmm. So in, there's an episode in season two 
where they do like these little mini episodes, like within one episode. So it's like a mini adventure with this person, mini adventure. Well, there's a mini adventure of Uncle Ra- Iroh where his son died. His son died and um, is not on a scene. Or it's, it's just like part of his story. It's his son died, which made him go and live a peaceful life because he didn't want to be violent or be in war doing that. Well, in the episode... The little mini episode. It's him on his anniversary of his birthday. I think it's his birthday yeah, or something like that. Birthday. His son's birthday, and so he goes to this tree, and he like puts this little um, picture of him next to the tree, and he's singing this song, and he's like crying as he makes he's a singing. picnic. Yeah, it makes a picnic. Because episode before it is just him going about his day. And you're like, oh, he's just grocery shopping. He's just whatever. Oh, like lighthearted adventures with yeah. Uncle Iroh. And then he finally goes to the tree, and like you said, you're just like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Well, no, no, no. here's the, I don't know if you know this part. So he's singing, and it's and he's very emotional. It makes you cry because he's singing and like this song and like celebrating his son. The picture that's on the tree is a picture of the guy who voiced the character. That was the last scene that he did before he, the actor that voiced him died. Mm-hmm. So he died, and so what they did was to honor him, the picture that he's singing to is the actual the guy who voiced the character. I actually didn't know that. That's really cool. And so it's like almost like he's singing about a death of a loved one, but it's 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 him, and it's like them honoring the boy who voiced the character, and then they have another guy who comes and voices Aguirre in later episodes. But I, when I learned that, I like double cried because it's <laughs> like not only is it an emotional character story arc, it's also a, a real element of honoring the guy who voiced the episode who passed away. I think I'm going to squall. I mean, is that not kind of? Like, oh man, that's hard. hard. Yeah, yeah, man. You should <laughs> go rewatch that scene, Jordan, with, the, with that knowledge. With that dude. context, that's gonna hurt, especially since they have an image of him. That's gonna be way harder. Yeah. Well, and it's not like you know, it's like a. Um, it's, a it's still a drawing. It's a younger, yeah, but like, yeah, it's in, a but it still resembles. Yeah. Yeah, re- res- yeah, it's him. I think it's, I can't remember the guy's name. I can't. Or the actor's name. He also voiced. If you want to watch Samurai Jack, he did Aku. Anyone seen oh. that? Mm-hmm. No, oh, okay. Seen Whatever. I just like his, he has a very distinct. Yeah, voice. we didn't get like Cartoon Network. We were uh, we grew up poor. I've only seen a little bit. No, just PBS. like Same. Arthur, Sesame Street. Yeah, let's Cyber go, Chase, bro. That's my, Zoom. That's my gem. <laughs> Did you watch Doug? That's not PBS, but no, that was Nickelodeon. That. So what about okay, right. whenever the rare <laughs> opportunity was, I was at a friend's house. Yeah, I watched Doug. You yeah. Know, with <laughs> um, also Arthur Artvark. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it. I didn't get that there were animals. I only got that the Bugs, the buddy guy, who's his best friend? Buster? Bugs, uh, Buster. Buster, Buster, Buster yeah. is that what it is? Um, I, about to call him Bugs I, Bunny. I used to call it, um, I used to call him Brewster, because I thought it was oh. like the ice cream, like Brewster's ice cream. I that makes sense. Same. But anyways, I knew he was a rabbit. I didn't know D.W. and Arthur were like animals. I so did you read the books? No, I know I can't read. Wake <laughs> well, up on a podcast. My gosh. In elementary <laughs> school. I'm not writing blogs. <laughs> so in the old. The Bearstein Bears. Okay, sorry. sorry yeah, yeah, books. Arthur right. books. Yeah, books. Enough with the Mandela effect. Is, is this the last book you ever read? Yeah. So <laughs> in the original, like the first, because the show's based off of books, right? And so right. in the early illustrations of the early Mr. books, Mark Brown. he looks more like a. Yeah, ar- no, you're ar- right. Ar-vark. Ar-vark. I yeah. totally forgot that until you yeah. mentioned it. But like, I did too. Yeah, yeah. More yep. pointy. And then I guess it was not very. A, Pleasing to the eye to look at this. Did you ever uh, I guess not. read the books? It was like, uh, God, it was like Animorph? No, Ben, I just told you the last book I read. <laughs> Were you not paying attention? <laughs> Maybe you read it before that one. Keep up, keep up. It was, <laughs> it was, if you're like a 90s kid, there was these book series called like Animorphs. Well, yeah, the show came later, but each cover had like a different person that morphed Morphin. into an animal, and they could mm-hmm. only train, turn into that one animal. So, like, you know, it was the alien that turned into the human. Remember that? It was like a the X Files. No, it was it was <laughs> That's part like of animorphs. <laughs> animorphs, like literally the whole way that they got oh, it. Oh, that's was right. Extraterrestrial aliens Dude, but, come from. But here's the thing, though: they didn't get to choose their animal, and there would be like some that were like pretty crappy animals, <laughs> like. Oh, you turn to a pigeon. Ooh, cool. I'm seeing Fine, that art, that that book cover as you said that. Yeah, and then there's like <laughs> one that's like a wolf. You're like, okay, that guy's cool. And then be like a girl turned into I don't know a rabbit. All right, cool, great. Yeah. Like that's awesome. Go money around. Hope you enjoy being a snail. Yeah, like, <laughs> like if you don't get to choose it, not cool. 
like the one of the guys was like uh, like an owl and he was going to be like the wise one but it's like how are you fight cuz they're fighting people they're like bad aliens. guys they're fighting aliens they had sl- yeah the slugs would take over people yeah but it's I like what are you way gonna too do? much of this. yeah you know way more than i do well, how is the I owl i guess with the talons going to take him out or something like that's, that's cool. like useless i just remember huh. the show cuz it was so dark for like an 8 year old kid like yeah, there's dude. this alien that turns into a human are you like, what is going on? Dude, dude, talking about things that make you paranoid as a child, I watched the movie, <laughs> uh, The Truman Show with Jim oh, Carrey. Oh, no. Great yes, movie. It's, it's a great it's, movie. It's awesome. But, like, the whole concept, if you haven't seen Truman Show, is he's living in this world and, like, he just does his normal thing. And then he starts getting this bug of, like, this girl kind of gives him a bug to, like, go, like, do something more dramatic. He wants to go to like, Fiji. Right, wants to go to Fiji, but then the, like, girl, no, 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 no. the girl disappears. Mm-hmm. Nobody, he can't figure out what happened, and everybody's like, I don't know who that is. Oh, who are you yeah. talking about? And then he gets kind of paranoid, like, what do you mean? And then he's like, well, I'm going to leave. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do honor her by going and living out what I was going to do. I want to go find her. Oh, yeah, go but, find oh, her. but no, true. remember your fear of the sea yeah. and boats? You can't get on a boat. Yeah, so yeah. you couldn't get out. And then it turned out he was living in this dome and it was like a reality TV show that people watched, and that was on like twenty four cons- hours a day since birth. Yeah, they no yeah. since conception. Oh, you oh you're right. right. It was so ahead of its time it, in reality. It, it's TV. so true. And then, and then he trying to leave, and it's, you know, like have a good day tomorrow and evening or whatever, and like he finally leaves. But one of the things you find out is they had the, all these cameras everywhere, and people are watching them. And as a kid, I'm growing up going. Are people watching me? Is my life a show? It is. It's, you know? And we're all here to, you know, star in it with you. Like, are y'all actors? Yes. We're paid handsomely to be your well, friends. Can we, uh, if someone's listening, like... Your, your previous give guests... Give these guys a pay raise. They're really good. Your previous guys <laughs> who couldn't make it today, like, the they just, the, the union misscheduled them. The, the, today was their day <laughs> off. <laughs> and they're like, well, to pay you time and a half, you come hang with Ben today. And so I asked them where they're at. They're like, nowhere you can go. This is so serious. If I'm not, if I'm not here tomorrow, Ben, you know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> if some man comes pulls me out of this room, you know I'm just saying, you shouldn't be in elementary school or early middle school. I don't know when it came out and watched that movie because that's the first time I ever became paranoid. You know one thing, and this is not an original thought, but I always thought this was very funny. Um, right. One thing that I was paranoid about as a child that I really thought I would have to deal with more in my life is quicksand. <laughs> yeah. No, movies are just like, you never know. You might step into quicksand. Better get ready. How do, like, I've ever reading books. Like, how do you deal with quicksand? Well, like Scooby-Doo had to deal with it all the time. All the time. Like, Every kid's show. Because it feels like the easiest, safest thing to put on a network where it's like, oh, like, we've seen quicksand 20, times. There's no bleeding. There's no... They're you know what I mean? It's, it's an easy mm-hmm. scenario to put in that's such a G-rated thing I for mean, a show. I was expecting, like, oh, I'm in Atlanta today shopping. Oh, no, quicksand. Like, someone's <laughs> got to get me out of here. Like, boom, doesn't happen. No, yeah. I have, have never never encountered any type of quicksand at all, and it, yeah. it's kind of depressing. Dude, like, now, only one encounter with quicksand, like something. Now, I have dealt with sand in general. It's coarse and rough and, and it gets it's everywhere. It's the worst, dude. <laughs> hate so, sand. One of my favorite memories is like, or experiences in life, this is a stupid bug flying around. I'm about to kill this thing. We have a fourth guest. We have a fourth, yeah, for real. Freaking hurt. Oh, I'd love to be a fly on that wall. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you hear me clapping. I'm trying to... I didn't get it. Anyways, I'm living on Jekyll Island, working in the 4-H Center. You? Love it. Fantastic. No. What? I said, you? No. Yeah, well, that's true. Um, shout out to all our 4-Hers listening. And this is old Jekyll because they destroyed that place and then built a new one. It's like a multi-million dollar facility now. But nice. I was old Jekyll, old school, and loved it. Man, I was tan. I was thin. I was killing it. I was the pink crew. Um, but I changed the name. This has been putting his own spice on it. So here, the kids didn't get to choose their color groups, right? There's like eight color groups. They got to, or they, they didn't? didn't? They did not. They did not get to choose. We pre-assigned them, and so I knew that there was going to be guys that were assigned to pink, and knowing middle school boys, the they're going to go. I don't want to be pink. I don't want to be pink. So I said, you know what? I'm going to be the pink counselor, and we're going to change this, and it's going to be cool. And so. The uh, everybody was crew like orange crew, black crew, purple crew, green crew, you know, uh, whatever. But then there was white squad, 
and that was like a tradition that they were the white squad. I was like, why are they going to be a squad and we're on a cruise? And they're like, I don't know. They just kind of did it and just kind of stuck. I was like, well, I'm done with that. I'm Pink Platoon. Pink Platoon? I like that. Yeah. I like that a little bit. And so they were like, what? And I was like, yeah. That's why I want to call ourselves. We're the Pink Platoon. And so what we would do is I would do these little cheers with my kids. You know, the guys are like, okay, cool. We have a, we have a male counselor. Like, we're cool. And the girls, you know, they think every counselor is like Justin Bieber. So they're like, oh, my God, you're awesome. And so we would go, and I would go like, uh, do you remember the uh, Nine Museum movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When the guy, the statue, like, boom, boom, fire power. And that was, like, really popular <laughs> at the time. Yeah. So I'll go, Pink Platoon, what do we got? And then we go, boom, boom, fire power. Nice. And it's like, what's up, what's up? And then we would change sometimes to Pink Power. And then the other one once, I'll go, Pink Platoon, what is your profession? And they all go, ow, ow, ow. And like it was like so synchronized and wonderful, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" Like Pink Platoon, it was pretty sick. I tell you all that just to tell you that, even though I loved my experience there, every time I went to bed, there would be sand in my bed, and it was horrible. It was terrible. You would wash your sheets, you would dry them, you would lay it down, you would look eye level. There'd be nothing there. You would go take a shower, you would wipe down, and go, "Okay, this is it. This is it." Lay down. Immediately sands on your back, and it's like, where did this sand come from? This is horrible. And there's nothing worse than like sand or dirt or any type of crumb or anything being in your bed. It is the most irritating thing for me. It's one of your most sacred of spaces. Yeah, yeah, and that's why we just want to mention our comfort color bed sheets uh, coming at you in this fall line. If you want to experience a good night rest, order our comfort color sheet. I don't know about you, but I'm just an average hardworking American. (laughs) And when I go to sleep, I need my sleep. And I'll tell you what, I've never had a better night's sleep than with Comfort Color's favorite pur- purple patent, patented in-between-the-pines bed sheets. With a 1,200 thread count, it is the best night's sleep guaranteed in the southeastern United States. Pair with my Comfort Color's t-shirt, I'm sleeping in heaven. It's the best thing. Comfort, Comfort Color's bed sheets and t-shirts. Available everywhere in the southeastern United States. Thank you. Thanks, Carl. You read that perfectly off the copy. <laughs> Dude, <what>? For someone <laughs> who hasn't read since the Arthur books, I'm doing a pretty good job. <laughs> yeah, read since, since Go Dog Go. <laughs> go, dog, go. One dog, two dog. Um, first of all, Go Dog Go was one of my favorite books, and there oh, was uh, the picture of it like, towards the end. It was like it's all these dogs in this tree. If you haven't read Go Dog Go's Dr. Seuss book, you should go read it. But it's like this giant tree, and it has all these different types of dogs on top of the tree. Phenomenal. I loved it. There's like yellow dog, red dog. I hate the ABC book by Dr. Seuss. I have a daughter. Oh, yeah. And so she, you have to read books to her a lot, and she brought the ABC book. Oh, my gosh. Mm. It is terrible. It doesn't rhyme, and it ends <laughs> on the most unsatisfying <laughs> note of all time. What's that? I'm a zizzers as us, as you can plainly see. Oh, and that's I mean, it, and the book's over. Over, done. <laughs> I think for a kid that yeah, fine. yeah, okay. But you, as an adult who's read it fifty times to their kid, oh my gosh, can do. They talked about rearranging the alphabet. Hot take. What do you think? <laughs> why? Because <laughs> of LMNOP type thing. People get confused. So why don't you just change that, it up that, a little oh, bit? Oh, that's no. Does the alphabet have to? You think I'm, what do you think I do for a living? I'm in the world of education, okay, Jordan? Oh, Get your head out of the clouds for five seconds. Does it go one, three, two? No, it goes A, B, C. Yeah, but that's because it's numerical but, order. It doesn't need to be saying. alphabetical order. Like, There's no have, reason for the A to be before the B. We have a whole system that yeah. is based on the alphabet. The alphabetical what, a order. System. A logistical the alphabetical nightmare. order. No, I think yeah, you mean, but I think you, you can like for, change the order, though. If you can change the order of the alphabet, you can change the numerical system. You can change No, the th- there's yes. a mathematical component to no, it. No, no, no. There's I, not I, a mathematical I, component to the letters. So, so no, no, I see. Yeah, because what you're saying is like, no, like this sound is associated with this value. And that's important right. because, and what Caleb's saying, he's on that argument where it's like, if it was just sounds, then what does it matter? But... All yeah, I'm saying like, is well, you go yeah, yeah. A B C D E F G H Y you know always H I J K L M N O P but I see okay no, no. but but why couldn't you go L M A B C D there's still the same letter it's just in a different order no I see what you're saying but I think I think the only reason that's we ridiculous would, it's a hot take I think the only <laughs> reason <laughs> terrible take I think the only reason we never do all it. right skip Bayless. <laughs> 
I mean, it's like a logistical life because there's like data systems that are alphabetical. I mean, I guess there's spreadsheets. You can literally just go take L names, move them to top. But yeah, then awesome. we all have to relearn the alphabet. I mean, come to this new thing. Do we? But but but, yes. but, but, but Caleb, <laughs> what in a normal day do you go? Hey man, uh, what's the alphabet? Oh, okay. I'm glad you asked. Today because we uh, all a, know B, it. C D E F G H Y J. We like all you don't know pump it. gas and go. Oh man, I don't know if I can pump gas today unless uh, I know. Uh, what's before L? Like, okay, yeah, yeah, you can only <laughs> to prove you're able to pump gas. What's the seventeenth letter of the alphabet? Right now, oh, go. God, what is that? So, but, okay, <laughs> so in in computer systems, when they you save okay, it's they, P. <laughs> you <laughs> save you save a file. It's got a name, yeah. right? Okay. That name, more times, more likely than not, is going to have an alphabetical letter. Right? You live your whole life. You're what, 28 years old? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, okay, okay. Let me finish my thought. You're 28 years old. Okay. You've lived your entire life. Tomorrow. I'm but whatever. No, you're not. I'm 28. They're tomorrow. They're changing the alphabet, right? Okay. All right. Okay. And let's say you're in a time crunch. It's the next day they've changed the alphabet. My gosh, <laughs> I've got to find this file. And it starts with the letter Q. And let's say that you, you go, oh, man, I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling. And there's no... It's just pandemonium. I'm going to give you. I'm <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you, but counterpoint. Counterpoint. I'm about to defeat your Hold on. argument in about two words. Count, counterpoint, though. Search bar. Yeah. Search bar. <laughs> <laughs> that's my two words. That's my two words. Well, search bar. That's literally, let's go toward a search bar. No, like, I, the, I love you, and I see it. It's in a change. It's an adjustment. Pandemonium. But like in a computer age, it's like, oh, let me. Search bar. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Your last Sorry. name Grizzle, yeah. iconic. You love it. It's that's not that's iconic, your name. But that's your name. Speak for yourself. But guess what? Is it still spelled Grizzle? Yeah, yeah. There is no change in that. G goes before R, before I, before Z Z Z L E. You know what I'm saying? Is Grizzle. All I'm saying is the alphabet song. Boom boom. You can change some lyrics. I just. I... <laughs> What this boils down but to is just, I don't like change. I don't, but my <laughs> no, gosh, this just, is, no. of all the things in the world to change today, <laughs> you want to change the alphabet. You want to add the, one the, more thing. The COVID has put it on my heart to make this my mission. False. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a hot take. All right. So, <laughs> but, the, but the numbers you can't do because they actually have numerical value. So, like, you can't put 174. Like, that doesn't make sense. sense could be my phone number okay. it's not but it could be it could be. <laughs> it could be all right so another <laughs> great segue um <laughs> aka segue is it segue isn't segue the thing you move and segue is the way you move yeah transition is that oh, why it's I called it whoa, whoa is that why it's called a segue because no. it helps you move to the next thing i think i think that's there. why the segues are called Segways, maybe, but not a segue. Did you? Did you? I heard they're um they're gonna stop making them now. They're very dangerous. Oh, are they? What do you mean? They're like it's like any other scooter. Well, they There's... thought they thought it would catch on more than it did, and then it mostly just caught on for like touring around like cities and stuff. You know, so that but they, even they, then, the they, bird they, scooters. They thought it would sell like a hundred thousand the first year, and then I think in like ten years it might have sold like a hundred fifty thousand. So they're kind of like, uh, we're shutting it down. Is it also because people can just walk? We're not that lazy yet of society. If Paul they, Blart it, couldn't walk. I think it. if it looked cooler, like if because you see those like little, I don't know about Delonica, but like there's, I don't know, I mean because it's not as pedestrian friendly, but like in Nashville and stuff, there's a lot of people going around like little single wheel things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so y'all seen those, right? Like they look kind of cool. They kind of look like a skateboard. So I imagine those like still taking off. I bet they're cheaper to make. So there's no balance thing with it. But I still don't think it. Uh, just people just walk. I mean, it's not it's not Wally where we're all like you know <laughs> we're getting there, man. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. We're, we're always one cheeseburger away from you know ambition and goals going away. One cupcake over the line, cat lady. Mm-hmm. D three, the mighty ducks. I didn't just make that up. <laughs> I love the mighty ducks. I also thought the Oregon Ducks, the football team. Were named after the Mighty Ducks. It was really confusing. No, but the Mighty Ducks hockey t- hockey team was named after the Mighty Ducks. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Did Did you ever watch the animated? It was like ten episodes of like, and they had like yeah. powers. Dude, give me some ducks. <laughs> Boom! We just knocked it. Nice. It was. I had. They a, wouldn't know that. I had it uh, on VHS 
tape. It's on Disney Plus too. No way. Oh, it's on Disney Plus. Man. Absolutely all ten episodes. I'm in. I'm gonna watch those too. And he like the gold uh, the gold yes. duck mask. God, it was so cool. Dude, we're sounding super nineties right now. I hope we have some kids who are like or I'm some people who are like you nineties people are so old. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I'm gonna put that on my TikTok. Yeah. Sorry, to show how old I am, I do not get TikTok. <laughs> it's like Vine. Did you? I like miss Vine. Vine. Vine I also, was awesome. I also, I've seen old Vines. I don't get it, and like I, I get some of them, but part of it's just like, Dang, do you get memes? <laughs> memes are different because they're more versatile. But I feel for the most part, like if I feel like you're I, in the Star Wars memes because oh, prequel memes are pristine, hilarious, false quality advertisement. Content. In the Lego story yesterday, there was a, uh, a battle scene from Revenge of the Sith where Anakin and Obi Wan Lego set right uh-huh. fighting each other on Mustafar. Yeah, the uh, Anakin had the high ground, and I was like, <laughs> "No, that is false advertising." <laughs> I I know how that ends. I know who has the high ground. Dude, Ooh. wait, where was I yesterday? <laughs> um, oh my god, I can't remember what it was. It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. No, it was... We were doing something. Maybe you I was playing... Uh, power. I was playing Xbox or something. There was something where I was like, dude, we're going to win this battle. And I was playing my buddy Joshua, uh, Kirkendall. He's like, why are we going to win the battle? Because we had the high ground. Duh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> like, you underestimate <laughs> my power. God, one of the most beautiful... Uh, even McGregor made Star Wars... Prequels, absolutely. I mean, he yeah. made it. He's yeah. There is not a sh- more shining character than Obi Wan in those three movies. Oh yeah, because like name I, one better character. You I'll can't. Wait. I don't mm. know if I can. Because here's can't. A, like, Mace Windu. Yeah, but first like, of all, he's my favorite character of all time. So, that's but like, what? No, go ahead. Hey, while we're on Mace Windu, have you heard the 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 idea or the thing that what its lightsaber actually says? It's not podcast. Says. It's, it, oh, it says yeah. Banff. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, from. Pulp Fiction, right? From Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. yeah. It's that, awesome. That's so I saw, cool. <laughs> I saw one thing on prequel memes. It was like, all right, because like a PG-13 movie can be allowed like one F-bomb in it. Uh-huh. So there's the topic of debates. Like, all right, Revenge of the Sith now gets one F-bomb. Where does it go? <laughs> and it's like, it's when Mace Windu's over Palpatine and he's beating him. It's like, this is too dangerous to be left alive. <laughs> 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 that's pretty good. <laughs> that would have been perfect. Yeah. would have been perfect. I mean, and it's all from like, Samuel L. Jackson, like George Lucas wanted him in the movies, and so he's in episode one very briefly, yeah. and then episode two he has more of a role, and he's like, they're doing the, the Geonosia scene, and he has already has the cool lightsaber that he wanted that looks cool. Yeah. He's like, I'm, no one's going to be able to see me from the movie. Like My kids aren't going to be like, oh, that's me. It's, like, it's just a green or blue. Like, can I have purple? And George That's Lucas That's a funny like, little clip. George Lucas like, no, I don't know about that. We'll, we'll it's see. not canon. It's not canon, yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's like, all right, cool, I'll do it. And he makes it a purple lightsaber. I think it was like, like the next day, he's like, all right, fine. It's Samuel <laughs> Jackson. And so, like, yeah. he made it purple. And it's Mace Windu, who's, like, one of the most gifted, you know, saber fighters. Absolutely. And it's sick. It's cool how, like, how he influenced a whole Star Wars universe by going, I don't want a blue or green or a red. I want a purple. And then it just... Can it be purple? And just blew it up. <laughs> so that's cool. That is awesome. What was it? There's something else I was going to say and I totally forgot. Not important. I'm sorry. Oh, we kind of cut okay. you off there. You're talking about uh, prequels before Mace Windu. You brought it up. It was talking about Obi-Wan. Oh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor, Oh, because yeah. you're talking how good he was and like he is because everything's just filmed in green screen. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, they just show up and it's like, all right, you have this one semi-realistic looking floor. Over there is something you can't see and something else you can't see and something else you can't... Just say your lines. So it's funny that Ewan McGregor is just still so into it while talking to somebody with nothing around him. And everyone else is like, this is garbage. There's yeah. nothing going on here. So I actually read this thing because the the Obi Wan show is supposed to be producing or work filming yeah. later on in the year, hopefully, mm-hmm. and, ideally. And uh, Ewan McGregor was talking about it, and he was like, "It'll be a lot different now because we filmed that movie in like 2004 or something like that." Yeah, and he's like, "With the technology, I'll actually be able to see what that's, is going to be projected." That's in. a whole other thing you, in itself. Well, have yeah. you watched? Uh, you know, we all watched The Mandalorian. There's another series of like how yeah. it got made, like the gallery. Yeah. The, the technology they use is crazy. It's, it's like this giant, it's like, I want to say there's a couple football fields. It's like pretty huge, but it's a 360 and mm-hmm. over the roof screen. 
And so that some of the scenes and backgrounds are digitally made in this room. It is amazing. Well, the I, technology. I think that whole show is filmed in that room. There, there was a couple. Like, I, there was a sorry, couple. Asterisk. Yeah. I don't know that for a fact. Yeah, there was a couple scenes that were filmed on location. But what some of the things that they did was they would go film locations that would be converted into that screen so they yeah. would be able to film in there. So some of that looks like, oh, they're on location, but they're actually in their studio. But they did do a couple because of the set pieces that yeah. were outside of there. Um, and it was just It, man, it looked awesome. phenomenal. Like it, it really looked so good. And given the fact that like The Last Jedi sucks. sucks <laughs> and it kind of like, I was, in my There's personal like opinion, it's really good. Personal okay. opinion, like Force Awakens was, okay, Junior varsity, but mm. it, it, it was sets, a good start. Starting off, yeah, point. it lays a lot of groundwork that can be built. Okay, yep. cool. Last year I pooped all of that, and then the rise Skywalker was trying to save it, yeah, but it trying pooped. to save it and put it all in a bow. I think if JJ was given all three, it could be a better story overall. I think if Dave Filoni and fire yeah. Kathleen Kennedy and John Favreau had the three movies. Imagine what that would be. It would be phenomenal. It would be phenomenal. As a as a star invested uh, in Star Wars. If I made it just Wars. real quick, Dave Fleoni is the people who did Avatar: The Last Airbender, helped do The Mandalorian, and also did um, Clone Wars. The Clone Wars. Just so you know who that is. But yeah, but Dave Fleoni had a big part in Mandalorian. And John so like Favreau Ma- did Iron Man. Right. So if you if you if you watch Mand- if you watch Mandalorian, you have a good idea what John Favreau and Dave Filoni do, yeah. and it's incredible. I'm I'm on the boat that that Disney needs to fire Kathleen Kennedy. She's Hooray. done a, she well, I mean, like, for it, all her work. Right. She's she's done good stuff. She's, she's been there since the original prequels. She's been the original did not know movies. That. No, I mean, she is not she, the original movies. Mm-hmm. She's no. not in the same role, but she helped George Lucas make. How old um, is this woman? Return of the Jedi. She's, yeah, I mean, she's old. She, I mean, I look she's it up. not like George know. Lucas old. She's a Kennedy, she's definitely. So you had to watch out. <laughs> but yeah, I would definitely remove her from her role if mm-hmm. I was the head man at Disney, and uh, promote Dave Filoni. Like he is so spot on. So here's the thing: I know some of y'all are probably listening, and maybe not deep Star Wars people. But there's on episode two, starting at the 21 minute mark of that um, the gallery of how they made it. Dave Fleoni goes and speaks on Qui Gon Jinn and how that was the oh father my God. that Anakin needs. <laughs> Did I tell you about that already? No, I've seen it because he's like, "This I've is why Duel of Fates is so lot. important." And like, this is why it's called Duel of Fates. Yeah, and he, like, he just goes it, for 15 minutes. It's incredible. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like, it, it kind of got me teared up. Like, man, this guy gets it. Even deeper than I un- could understand it. Maybe oh, I yeah. felt it emotionally, but couldn't put it in words. It's really good. I mean, he, his full time job is Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, he just connects but, but, all the dots. But he's awesome. a he's a fan of Star Wars, yeah, not just a money maker. What are you about? What are you about to say, Jordan? Are you looking up something? Sixty seven years old. Yeah, Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, come at me, bro. Did not think she was sixty seven. I did my research. The, hmm. the best line I've heard from Ben is, "I'm a fan. I love fan service." Please service me. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. well, one of our one of our buddies, Will, hates the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I loved it. I hate. Yeah. It. I, I'm iffy on it. You yeah. can like it. I'm not going to tell you, you can't. Yeah, but, I but don't. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, 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 no. But no. I don't. No, no, no. I'm about to beat you in this conversation. There's, just like I, just like I did the alphabet. He has the high. He has the high ground on this one. Yeah, he can try to. Here's the thing. The Mandalorian is it better? Absolutely. Do I wish they could do a format of a movie kind of like The Mandalorian, where it's like quality set pieces, quality writing, quality story development? Here's the thing: when you have properties that are, what do I say, sentimental characters that are sentimental to us, things that we care about deeply because we've had our entire lives, people who are even older than us, decades worth of. You know, loving these characters, it's a hard thing to write that's going to please people. It's just difficult. It's difficult because no matter what you do, people are going to be like, mm, I wanted this to happen. And you only have a limited amount of time. I would love if it was like a, a nine-episode series and each episode was an hour and then you have a nine-hour Star Wars movie. I mean, that would have been amazing. But they only have... kind of t- have that, but every episode's two hours. And the last three of them. Oh, really so you're saying because, because yeah, they're uh, called because episodes. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's pretty funny. But what, High ground roast. But they were, they were trying to get so much done, and 
there was parts of like, you know what? I don't really like that. I could have done that better. They could have expanded on things. They could have done this better. And they've they've went back and they've done some books that kind of expand a little bit more about the Palatine and things like that. But right. if I go, if I go, instead of, and this is how we treat people sometimes, instead of looking at things with a microscope and giving ourselves telescope, let's just look at it from the back and go, you know what? I'm not going to nitpick. I'm not going to be that person that goes, well, and this thing did this. This thing did this. I'm eating some popcorn. I'm with my friends. And I'm enjoying this movie. I'm enjoying the community that we're in. And I'm seeing something that is fun. It's just imaginative. You know, because you could take that same microscope and go watch A New Hope and microscope it. You know, you could go and try to microscope Return of the Jedi. You can go microscope whatever movie. And you know what? You can make it where it's not good. You can make it where it is miserable. But instead, go, you know what? I'm not going to microscope it because that's not healthy. Take a step back and go, you know what? There's laser ships. There's lightsabers. There's force lightning. There's Chewbacca. Like, there's all this. And you go, you know what? I'm just having a good time. Apply that same logic movie. to The Last Jedi. I was literally about to say it. I'm like, <laughs> so do you want to take the microscope off The Last Jedi? <laughs> but, but here's the thing. It's okay. terrible on a telescope, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think. I don't know, It's man. literally an asteroid. <laughs> yeah, all, right. Hot, asteroid. Hot, all right. Hot take. <laughs> no, you, <laughs> who is this guy? It's garbage. Is that, is that, is that McKenzie over there? We're going to take the, hot take. the, the greatest girl. character in movie history, in my opinion. Somebody that I have yeah. looked at as the, the pinnacle of this is what a hero is, mm. and we're just going to crap all over it. <laughs> and Mark so Hamill true. even says, I fundamentally disagree like with everything you've done to Luke Skywalker. Yes. He did say that. No, no, I, I 100% agree with that. Anyways, um, all right, Jordan, what are you going to come Hot take. That? Hot take. Yeah, microscope it over here. I don't think J.J. Abrams is that great of a writer. I think he's a pretty good director. He has he's a, good- a safe. Yeah. Well, yeah, like because like directing wise, it's a good way of keeping everything moving. Like visually, everything looks interesting. But I feel like most of his writing is just like I'm gonna put this little box here, and we're gonna find out what happens next time. And like that's his whole thing is just like it's kind of cheaper. Like it's not. I don't. I haven't. I've. Ne- I've safe. seen. I've seen three or four J.J. Abrams movies, and I'm not really happy with any of them. I think Force Awakens is fine. But like in theaters, I loved it because Star Wars is a spectacle, and you watch an opening night with all these people who are equally excited to see Star Wars. Like that's half the mm-hmm. experience. So I walked away from the theater having a great time. And but I, I watched it at home, and I was so bored. I think in I'm sorry. Talk about Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> uh, Force, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. I haven't seen Ra- Rise of Skywalker at home yet, but like, I was pretty bored when I saw it at home. I was like, this is fine, but it's like it's not exciting. Yeah. With with the Force Awakens and picking J.J. Abrams from my perspective he's a very safe like director and writer yeah, and yeah. and for that the, they've just made this big investment they realize and know that um it's going to make a lot of money because everybody and their mother is excited about this mm-hmm. so go with the safe guy for that and get let's just get it started and it's almost like i realize and i get that he they had a Another director that wasn't J.J. Abrams to do The Rise of Skywalker. Well, like it'd be different if like they just had like here's what we want for three episodes. It could be whatever director they want, but since it's written and directed by two different people with two completely different visions, it was like yeah, so contradictory. So whoever, it's almost like they got it out of order. If they'd let him set the first two up, J.J. Yeah, you know, the Force Awakens mm-hmm. and the Last Jedi, and then said Ryan Johnson. Or, Here's or, where you yeah. need to kind of stay, but you can make how yeah. you want to make Or either way. Or even like, I think Ben was saying, maybe do the opposite. Like maybe Ryan could start one and JJ hopefully finish a strong or something. I don't well, know. You know or just the, get one creative vision for three. Right. Because the best movie in the original trilogy, you could say, is Empire Strikes Back. Return of the Jedi. Uh, That's my Star Wars basic thing. Yeah, yeah, a, lot, a lot of people would say Empire Strikes Back. I it's know. not my favorite. I actually like Return of the Jedi better than Empire Strikes Back. So we're on the same page with that. But here's the thing is, it's a different director, but it was the same person's vision who wrote all three. It was George Lucas. Like, he was there. He's got it. He's overseeing it. He's he's overdoing it. He's going to this. For the most part, yeah. And so, like, if J.J. didn't want to direct The Last Jedi, 
he wasn't going to be a part of it. He was done. He only wanted to do one movie, and he was out. And then, but if they had, let's say, J.J. oversee all three, but then maybe Ryan Johnson directed the two, he could go, hey, actually, that's not what I'm doing. So, like, for example, yeah. for example, The Mandalorian, the TV show, has a director for every episode, a different director. Mm-hmm. And they did that on purpose, and they got all these different perspectives. But in every episode, Dave Fleoni and John Favreau Help do every single episode. Like the story is the story. The story yeah. is that, and they're on set every single day. So if Caleb is doing an episode, they're there. They help you. You do the direction, but they're there. There, but then the next day, Jordan's like, "I'm taking this in a way different direction." John and Dave are like, "Actually, ooh, no, no, That's we're not, not going to do that. It's, it's, that, 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 that defeats with a character that doesn't represent Luke Skywalker correctly. It's That's like CEOs and general and like middle management. It's like I want right. you to handle it, but this is what I want." Yeah, absolutely. They need to get rid of <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy because she didn't make that decision. Yeah, well, you know. And whoever, and this she, is a hot well, take. She, she listens to the podcast, so you got to be careful. Sorry. We love you, Kathleen. I'm sure you're a great person. Uh, Keep subscribing. Don't forget to buy your comfort I'm not going to act like I can make a great Star Wars movie. I'm not going to act she, like I can. We're not, we're not making fun of her or dissing her as a person. No, absolutely as a not. She's but 67, you can retire happily. You've made a she's lot a, of money. She's a multimillionaire. You've met, and now is the time to just step away. Get that lake house. Yeah, have two. Treat Darn. Yeah. Um, buy both lots next to your house. So you don't have to have neighbors. So my hot take is whoever the whoever schedules movie releases at mm. Disney, and and this this goes back to the solo movie, which I think very highly of. I didn't hate it. Like I thought it 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 literally got a bad reputation and because here's of the why. last Jedi. N- not just because of the last Jedi. Okay. Okay. Here's this. Oh. In in a three week span, you had Endgame, Avengers Endgame comes out first. Phenomenal. Phenomenal that, and that's, movie. That's number one interest in everybody. No, no, no. Uh, Infinity War. It's Infinity War. Yeah, Infinity yeah, War, sorry. not Endgame. But still that's Sorry. still awesome. Phenomenal. Yeah, I mean it's part one and part two. They're phenomenal movies. Yeah. So you have Infinity War comes mm-hmm. out. Like the first weekend in May, the second week Deadpool two comes out. Another awaited thing. Yes, everybody's excited about that. And then the third week in a row comes out solo. Three Six blockbusters in one month after the 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 car wreck, the asteroid field, if you will, <laughs> mm-hmm. of the Last Jedi, and and Solo is the last one to come out. N- like name me, and, and I think there's also. I want to say there's like a Fast and Furious movie too. Also came out sometime near that time. Maybe yeah, the same. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, and so it, what you're saying that there's a there's a people got so hurt about the Last Jedi that some of that residual carried over, and it was in a crowded season. A financial, I mean, from a yeah. financial aspect, how many like you know? Because you're a single man, I mm-hmm. get that, but like family people, like people who have families and kids and. Um, um, we we call it red box. That's nah, a red box. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, let's wait. Here. Yeah, I just saw Star Wars six months ago. Right. Yeah. It, it it was a casualty of the scheduling, and I think whoever decision that was to not put it out in December, like it should have been, like, a year later. Let's right. all have time to get over it and really build the anticipation. And I get it; they had a lot of financial. Disney did like because they had to like redo the whole thing, like half. Like they, they had pretty much done, shot like two movies. Yeah. And Ron Howard did a phenomenal job with Solo, but it was like so rushed, and they needed their return on that investment. And I get that, but if you really want to return on your investment, that's right. Because the original director did it, and they're like, "This is this is terrible." terrible. Did they yeah. say it was terrible? I thought it was the guys who did like Into the Spider Verse and the Lego Movie. Well, I think a lot of it had to do with they didn't have a good communication with the the young Han Solo. Like they didn't uh, like him, and it was just like, uh, so he got a lot of of. Uh, of garbage because of that, and it, right. and then Ryan, uh, Ron Howard comes in, old Opie comes in. It's like, I'll make him look like a good yeah. home. And, it, yeah. and he did a phenomenal job. If you don't buy into the main character, it's not. But you're not. It's yeah. literally called Solo. Yeah. Uh, which there was the only thing I hated. He was like, uh, "We'll call you Solo." It's like okay, <laughs> that's kind of a dumb name. Uh, dumb, dumb way to come up with a name, but overall, I, I thought it was kind of cool. I mean, this is different opinions. That's microscope. See, I should have telescoped it, man. It's, it's good. <laughs> but Just I, like the Rise Skywalker. It definitely was not Rogue One, but it was. It Dude, was a Rogue phenomenal One's phenomenal. Movie. I love it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have talked about a hot mess of different topics tonight. Yeah, it we is. have. I hope you didn't get too burned out with Star Wars, but we love it. We're passionate about it. I got about forty-five Funko Pops up there. I got lightsabers on my wall. I got the Jedi 
symbol over here in the Mandalorian over there. So I love Star Wars. This it was a big is the part way. of my childhood. This is the way. You know what? Name of the episode. This, this is, is the, the way. way. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> <laughs> Probably some trademark issues might get sued. But as always, we like to end the episode with a little piece of nugget. Uh, we call it our nugget wisdom. Uh, this is where we just say something for someone to chew on, someone to think about, something to take away from maybe this episode, or just uh, they hear you say it and they go, you know what? That's a good little nugget. I'm going to chew on that. What is something y'all got? Don't eat yellow snow. That's a good one. Uh, for that. me, I think it's just really um, your focus in life, the things that you focus on, the word of 2020, perfect vision, it's all about focus determines your reality you know so like what you focus on the things that you pour into that's going to become your reality you know so if your focus if your reality is something that you're not happy with something you're uncomfortable with something that you're not um proud of or something that you're struggling with change your focus you know what i mean focus on the things that's really going to be heartfelt something that's going to help you challenge yourself to grow because your focus is your reality Hmm. i like that Nobody can judge effort. Effort is between you and you. Nobody can tell you that you're not giving 100% effort. They don't know, but you know if you're giving all the effort you can give. Dang, that's good, man. Are you sure it's not between like T and T or something? We don't know how the alphabet's arranged anymore. I don't know. <laughs> They're changing the alphabet. <laughs> yeah, for real. J. Cole, what you got, man? Uh, this might sound discouraging at first, but... Everything is temporary, and, you know, everything ends. Everything dies eventually, and this sounds really sad, but it's just one of those things where... Do you need, do you need to talk, Jor? Well, you, no, but like... breaking up But no, me? like, it's in the... <laughs> but, like, it's in the Bible, man. We talked about this. We talked about this in a small group, and it's one of those things, like, where I think it's in First John, and it's talking about how everything... Like, don't put your faith in anything in the world, because all this fades away. And it's like those who boast or like those who have eyes of lust and there's one other thing i'll look it well, up let me ask you this though yeah if everything ends why is there a second john because <laughs> the first john <laughs> ended <laughs> no that's good no i get what you're saying but it, like it's it's for me i'll try to put it in perspective because for me like in terms of because i don't know there's some people out there who like want to do something and have these big dreams and do this and like i, I know for me like i want to do music for a long time and part of it's like oh man this is so important this can carry so much weight and like mm-hmm. it's not and it's one of those things that carries weight for me and i enjoy it and it might impact people it might not but like at the end of the day there's going to come a day where no one is going to listen to that ever again or no one will ever hear it or no one will know my name but it's a massive blessing because of all the mistakes we make and all the things we do and it's just nice to know that like nothing's permanent and also hopefully that helps you put perspective like time with people we can edit this out if you don't like but, it You're but permanent. no but the, the only thing i would like want to like try to push back a little bit is it's not about people knowing your name it's about people knowing his name right and so like you know when you're going around going hey like my life you know it doesn't all really matter at the end it's like actually you know we have a calling and are we fulfilling that calling and we talked about this a little bit in, in, in my Bible study, but we're talking about like f- everybody has the same calling. Oh, yeah. It, it's to love God with your heart, mind, and soul, is to love thy neighbor, and it's to go to create disciples for right. Jesus. But we all have a different way we can fulfill oh, yeah. that calling and that purpose. But, but like you said, like those three things won't fade away. Like right. those things are always present. And you have a purpose. You were created for oh, a purpose yeah. to fulfill a purpose. I do appreciate your so, elaborate on this because I'm not saying the opposite. Yeah, okay. But I don't want it to seem like doom and gloom and like nothing we do really matters at the end. Actually, no, actually it does matter because like we're here for a purpose. Yeah. But you also go, well, use your time wisely and be intentional with your time because it's going to fade away. And... Because those things fade away, so just remember those three things that Ben said, and those are things that are always permanent. And just to go for those other things, it's a blessing to be able to do anything else, and it's awesome. And any other thing is just like yeah. a, a gift from God. But at the end of the day, those three things are things that are permanent. So like if I'm worried about like, oh, are people going to love my music? Doesn't matter. Focus on those three mm, things. I the other thing okay. is, yes, yeah, so thanks for co- coaxing the real thing out. Your circumstances right. are permanent. 
Right. That's and like how circumstan- I took it. circumstances aren't permanent. Like nothing, none of us is permanent. But like what Ben said, those three things, because of God and our purpose, are permanent. So it's just whenever in the road, it's like, oh, like maybe I'm not recognized enough or I'm not famous enough. It's like, does not matter. There are people in your life that you will affect. And those effects can be permanent, but hardly there will become a day where no one's going to remember. Oh, like Jordan said this, therefore, so and so has done this. It's like follows three pillars, right? I don't. Yeah, I think I had it better uh, earlier, but yeah, no, no, I, it made sense. I, at first, I was thinking a little more doom you know, and gloom, doom and gloom. But yeah, just talking about there's it's more than it's not about you. It's more about. I d- I just want to take some pressure yeah. off. That yeah. might be more for me personally because I'm like, oh man, like anything I do, like people are going to critique it and they're going to think this. And do we blah, can do blah, a blah. whole podcast about that? Though that's the thing, man. That's, yeah. Because a lot of people, I think, feel like that because you you struggle with legacy. You you yeah. struggle a little bit about like, did I make my footprint on the world? Like, right. Did, did I have a building did, name did, after me? Did what like, I do matter? Like, did what I yes. do, you know, and have it, an effect on other people's and lives? It, does it does but it's also like well you know it's not about having your name on the building or your legacy because this is a legacy of building the kingdom you know what yes. i mean because that's the thing that stays yeah absolutely um but we're going to end this episode because we're going a little over time here but ladies and gentlemen jordan caleb thank y'all so much for coming on this Woo! episode we, we, we talked about a lot. We also want to thank uh, Carl Comfort uh, <laughs> just for all that he does. Jordan, can you give us one more little advertisement from our sponsors for today's episode? I don't know about you, but I'm just an average, hardworking American. And I tell you what, when I listen to my favorite Great White Buffalo podcast, I would like to do nothing better than sit in my favorite, <laughs> I forgot the name of the dang bread, Comfort Colors t-shirts. Because nothing says comfort like Comfort Colors. Available in green, red, purple, and yellow starting in 2020. Buy our Between the Pines purple shirt with our matching purple sheets, 1200 thread count. Available December 21st, 2020. The favorite Christmas gift for all your Southeastern friends. Comfort Colors. Oh my gosh, that's the winter solstice, baby. Let's go. Thank you all for listening to the Great White Buffalo podcast. We love you. Follow us on Instagram at the Great White Buffalo Podcast on Insta. We love you. And DM us if you need anything. And thank you for joining the herd. Peace.